Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's gonna be Jeff. The cream rise to the top for oh, you. Yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. He sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 305 of the Fully Puzzable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Long as running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff, and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, what is going on, dude? Hmm. Well, it's freezing outside, but the bright spot is Thanksgiving is this week. It is. Yes, that is uh, feeding frenzy time. My favorite holiday. Is it real? Wait, Thanksgiving is your favorite holiday? Dude, I love Thanksgiving so much, man. I don't know what it is, but there's something about Thanksgiving. It's the day you just sit down, you gorge yourself, family time. I just love it, dude. I love everything about Thanksgiving. Wow. Okay. I don't think I ever knew that, that Thanksgiving was your favorite holiday. Interesting. Plus, on top of that, you get four days off from work. Yes, that's true. That's a lot of fun. For the ones that do have the time off from work like we do. Yeah, it is pretty awesome. And, uh, you know, this past weekend I was in Reno. Peyton had some dance comp stuff out there. She did amazing. Super, super proud of her. She got a $150 scholarship to the next uh, go around that they have with these clinics. She did great on her solo. And now this coming week, we got Thanksgiving coming up. And the day after Thanksgiving... We're heading for Disneyland, so good things coming up. It's been a great holiday season so far, but dude, it is freezing outside. And it's been super foggy here too, so kind of weird. It's like super frosty and fog settling in, but I love this time of year. When you say freezing, like 32 degrees freezing? (laughs) No, it's like 55. (laughs) (laughs) But look, look, for California, (laughs) that's pretty damn cold. Scott, do we have to go over Celsius and Fahrenheit and stuff like that with you? No, no. Okay. When I say freezing, that's like a California exaggeration, right? Okay. It, yes. Right. It's a Cal- like it's California freezing. It's like 55. I'm, I'm very chilly. But I am keeping warm with the grilled cheese double steak taco burrito from Taco Bell. Oh, okay. I'm excited. I need a review. I, I need to hear all the reviews from this. So we were heading out of town to Reno, as I mentioned earlier. We were heading out of town last week. So I recorded early last week. We left Thursday night. And on our way out of town, we stopped at Taco Bell. And I had to try that burrito. Travis had sent us the picture of it. I'm like, oh, dude, that looks amazing. So we hit Taco Bell. It's as advertised. My only gripe, because I did an app order on it, over the app, I couldn't add potatoes. Like, that was my goal. I'm like, I'm going to put potatoes in this bad boy. So I think I need to go inside Taco Bell to do that because I couldn't do it over the app. At least I couldn't last week. I don't know if they've changed it, but I think it would be even more amazing because look, the thing is incredible. Go out of your way to go get one. It's outstanding. Not as good as a Mexican pizza, but whatever. I digress. But I think it would be (laughs) even more amazing or as you would say, Jeff, amazing-er with potatoes in it. I would never say amazing-er. Gooder? 
Yeah, that sounds more like me. <laughs> that is more like you. I, I can't I can't argue that one. <laughs> but yeah, it's really good. Go out of your way to get one. So is it like one of the best menu items they've ever come up with? No, no, because that fried chicken taco that they had that was basically like the shell was a piece of fried chicken. That okay. was hella good, dude. Especially when you add extra of that avocado sauce. It's just out. Stop tickling my ass. It was incredible. I love that one. But this one is up there for sure. I would say, ooh, maybe top five. Did you say tickling my ass? Did I? I'm sorry. What does that mean? Sometimes I get excited about food and then things just slip out. Let's move on. Let's move on. Keep going. I've never heard that phrase before, but that's like ama- amazing her. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I get really excited about Taco Bell. What can I say? I can tell. By the way, what do you think of the fig mess going on behind me? <laughs> Dude. It's like Mattel threw a grenade in there and it just exploded with figures everywhere. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not just Mattel. Oh, yeah. We've okay. NECA, G- too. Sorry. We've got NECA. We've got Jazzwares. We've got G.I. Joe's. What am I doing with all this stuff, man? It's like the figure gods walked in and just barfed everywhere. He's <laughs> like, here, I, keep this stuff. I love the figure gods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They've it's been like really the, kind to you. Your room's a mess, dude. It's like the flavor gods, but that's totally different. That's totally different. <laughs> if anybody would like to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Opposable, Instagram, Fully Opposable, WFP. You can go back and listen to any of our past podcasts on Podbean. You can also listen to us on Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Please rate and review on iTunes. You can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send it on over to fullyposablewfp at gmail.com. So, Scott, while you were in Reno, I said you need to find a vintage toy shop. Did you do that? Nope. And why didn't you? (laughs) Well, to be honest, I didn't look very hard. I did look up... Because I wanted to take Peyton to an anime store, but they didn't really have anything from what I could find that really fit what she was looking for. And I was like, okay, what about toy stores? And right down the street from our hotel, actually, there was a, a store called Toys and More. And okay. I got excited. I'm like, ooh, what is this? Like, what's this Toys and More? Well, it was more like educational toys and collectible Hot Wheels and like squishables or whatever you call them, like squishy animals, stuffed animal things. Uh, squishmallows. Yes, thank you for clearing that up. No um, it was more of that kind of stuff and not really action figures of any sort that I would have been looking for. So, no, it was a pass. I didn't really find anything in Reno to go look at. Yeah, it's funny. Our old director, who just recently retired, he's been looking at toy stores out in Delaware because he wants. He just moved out there. He retired and just packed up and moved out of Colorado to Delaware to retire. So it was like when Wayne and Garth went to Delaware and they're like, Hey, we're in Delaware. (laughs) Yes, exactly. That's exactly what it is. But he's been looking at vintage toy stores because he wants my manager and I to go out there and uh, visit him. So he's like, I've got toy stores already lined up for you guys that you can visit. Wow. There's a boardwalk. He's like, I can't wait for you guys to come out because we're supposed to be going out there sometime next year. So anyways, uh, he's already been looking at that. And he goes, by the way, he goes, were you guys ever into tabletop hockey? Uh-oh. I was like, were we? Of course we were. We played hockey. We also had the WWF hockey table. 
He goes, I am now hooked on tabletop hockeys. I've been collecting those. And I was like, what? Like, where did this come from? It's like me buying Ninja Turtles. Why did I do that? Why is he buying tabletop hockeys? <laughs> it's like when you have way too much money in your pocket. Dude, no joke. So he's been showing us all the tabletop hockeys he's been purchasing. And I was like, if you ever come across the WWF one, uh, let me know. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So anyways, he's been doing that. That's It's been kind of fun hearing him talk about all the tabletop hockeys and all the stores out there. He's like, I've already got all the stores planned out for you guys. So he's luring you into his van with vintage toys. I'm not following for that for one again. <laughs> Last no. time was candy and puppies. <laughs> it better be a Remco vintage WWF hockey table if I'm going to get into another van. <laughs> but it sounds like Jim has some time on his hands, dude. You should put him on the hunt for that thing. See what kind of deal he can swing. All right. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Put him on it. Yeah. Because he's already purchased like two NHL ones. That's awesome. I know, dude. I was like, that's freaking great. Yeah, that is very cool. And speaking of collectibles, I hadn't watched that WWE Treasures that was on A&E last Uh summer. Right. Uh, It's kind of been sitting in our DVR. And out of the blue, Shan just put it on the other night while we were eating dinner. And I got hooked on it. We ended up watching two episodes. We watched the one, um, oh gosh, oh, the Mick Foley episode. Oh, yeah. That was the first one we watched. Great one. Uh, Great episode. But the guy, the GWC guy that they went and saw... He had up on his wall, I don't know if you caught it, but he had that hockey table. Oh, he did? He did, and he had it displayed on his wall. So he basically like had it on its bottom. The bottom side of the rink was on the wall. And then he oh. had all the figures on it. Yeah, dude, it was great looking. I was like, that's a killer way to display it. You could also, I guess, do it at an angle. If you had uh-huh. pegs kind of sticking out of the wall, you could put it at an angle. But it looked really good the way he had it done. And then we watched the Andre the Giant episode, which I didn't realize was two hours long when we put it on. So I was up a little bit later the other night, but man, what a great show. I, I had heard about it. People were saying how good it was. And then I just kind of promptly forgot to watch it, but I'm glad I get to go back and watch it now. Cause that Andre episode, dude, I love Mark Henry now. Like I already loved Mark Henry when he fake retired. That was one of the best bits ever. But right. after watching his episode there where he was talking about how much he loved Andre, it was like, every time he started to cry, I was like, God damn it, Mark. Now I'm going to start crying. You're making Big Show cry. It was awful. Like grown men crying. It was amazing. I loved that episode so much. It was so well done. All right. I've got to find a way to watch that. On YouTube TV, we don't get A&E. Oh, so, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. The other thing that kills me is we don't get Vice either, so I can't watch Dark Sides of the Ring. Oh, so, dude. They've been so good. So luckily, I've been kind of watching over my coworker's shoulder because he'll put it on Okay. And while he eats lunch and stuff. So I'll kind of be peering over his shoulder watching it. So um, the Luna one was good. Um, They have actually all been good. I think I still have maybe two or three to watch from this past season. But yeah, the Luna one was outstanding. I I love all of them. They're so good. The Dynamite Kid one is so sad. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I know people hate him and there's kind of good reason for it. I mean, the guy was kind of a dick. But, you know, you've got to respect, and I always go back to the nostalgia. You know, it's the rose-colored glasses. The British Bulldogs brought something I had never seen before into wrestling. And they were incredible, and I was a huge Bulldogs fan, as you were, Jeff. And it was just sad to watch, you know, the ultimate path that his life took. Just super sad. I mean, I'm not justifying anything he did to other people. You know, again, he was kind of a jerk. But still, at the end of the day, it's just sad for another human being to go through what he went through. 
But man, that was a great episode. Did you watch the Ric Flair helicopter episode on Dark Side of the Ring? Of course. Okay. Yeah, the plane ride from hell. Yeah. No, it was the Ric Flair helicopter episode. (laughs) The helicopter ride from hell. Yes, yes. And then now Flair's making waves again, talking crap with Becky Lynch. And oh my gosh, like, dude, come on. Is he canceled? uh, It's I thought him and Tommy Dreamer were canceled after that episode dropped. But I don't think Flair cares. He just comes out and he's redoing his podcast again. He's got Mark Madden on. He's talking about why he didn't do WrestleMania 8 with Hogan. He's talking crap to Becky Lynch on social media. And oh my gosh, making ways again. He doesn't even care. Ric Flair gives no Fs. Yeah, here comes Flair helicoptering in. (laughs) Uh, So this past week, I got this random box on my doorstep. And I'm like, what is this random box? And it's this little tiny thing. So Celeste brings it in. And she goes, you got something from Super 7. And I was like, okay, there's no way my New Japan figures can be in that tiny of a box. So I guess they sent out extra hands. And I guess it had something to do with the wrist tape on the first figures. Oh. It, and they sent a bunch of C-grip hands. So, you know, the hands that basically C-grip. Like picture a C and that's the way the hands are. Were they packaged or were they in baggies? Yeah, they were packaged. They were on, they were like on a card, what? and they had yeah they had each individual hand. I know somebody out there was trying to explain it to me, but I think it had something to do with the wrist tape. And I was like, "Huh, shows what you know." I got a free set of extra hands, and those figures have never even been cracked out of the original box. <laughs> now I have MOC hands. Jokes on you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Super Seven. See ya, dude. That's cr- I didn't even hear that those were going out. So sticking with Super Seven, I also got my Lij figures and i'm just keeping them on box and the only time i'll ever crack them open is if there's a signing okay there so you're not even taking them out of the cardboard not even out of the cardboard wow some people have made fun of me because of that and you know what i don't care these are my figures i'm gonna do what i want to do with these yes exactly there's no right or wrong way to eat a rhesus and there's no right or wrong way to have your wrestling figures moc loose Kept inside of the original packing box thing, <laughs> if you must. It's a, it's a little ridiculous, but I mean, hey, that's what I want. You're like, hey, I've got pictures on the internet I can look at. It's fine. <laughs> I've got this beautiful brown box to look at, and that makes me happy. And you know what? That's okay, dude. It's like, don't break glass unless fire. I will say, had I kept the Super 7 Andre inside the box, like what was my initial reaction? Like, okay, I'm not going to take this out of the package. I would ultimately have regretted that because when I did remove it from the cardboard box, it's one of my favorite. And this is kind of talking about Andre the Giant again. That figure is absolutely amazing and is one of my favorite Andre figures. It's so good, dude. Didn't you get Ogata from the first series of Super 7? Yes. Have you taken it out of the box? I have not. And the reason being is... Okay, that's just leave it right there. Well, no, I actually right have a good reason for it. Once I have... No, 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 no. You, the Toon Brothers stand united. But, but we kind of don't, because I am going to take it out once I have all my figures displayed. We are uniting. <laughs> okay. We're like the shield. I am temporarily united with you. But once I get okay, the cool. IKEA display cabinet and all my pictures... Nope, hun- nope. It, it's nope, coming nope, out, dude. Nope. I'm, I'm not going to open nope. it, but I am going to remove it from the cardboard. No, do not do that. <laughs> nope. We are united as one front. Don't do it. They're all going to laugh at you. <laughs> don't you betray me, Scott. Don't you take that steel chair to my back. <laughs> Okay, I'll try not to. 
I promise. Wink, uh, wink, nudge, nudge. Oh, by the way, I also got that Jericho uh, dress up pack from Jazzwares. Oh, you got that. Yeah, I did. It's kind of cool, dude. It reminds me of the Michael Jackson LJN dress up thing from back in the 80s. Absolutely yes. wonderful. Yes, it reminds me of that. But I haven't taken this one out of the box either, so I, I can't tell. If so did you ever put him in the Billy Jean clothes? I didn't. Um, dude, I think I put him in every outfit. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, dude, I think I put him in every outfit that he came in. Show me on the Michael doll while Jeffrey touched you. Oh, no. No. Oh, not like that. Okay. Do you want to hear my horrible Michael Jackson joke? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I feel like we should reach out to the listeners right now and ask them if they want to hear your horrible Michael Jackson joke. What did the lady say to Michael Jackson at the beach? <laughs> Go ahead. Get out of my son. <laughs> Get out of my son. <laughs> Is that bad? Is that bad? It, dude. And you thought I was going to get canceled for the Ryback roast. What? What? <laughs> it's not a bad joke. <laughs> it's a hell of a funny ass joke. I can't even with you. But I always had Michael in his thriller clothing. Did you really? Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of the Billie Jean clothing. It was like the white and the yellow and that didn't do anything for me. Yeah, I got to agree with you. That wasn't the best clothing. No. Um. Uh, but honestly, like I had toys. Like I was playing with everything. I was playing with Care Bears. I was playing with... Michael Jackson dolls. I was playing with He-Man. I was playing with Remco's, LJNs. You guys know the backstory to the starting lineups. Every, any toy that was in my room, it was being brought out. It was like the ultimate 80s display, and you were playing with everything. All right, Scott, what you got for the Aquanet Minute? Uh, actually, you know what? I am going to put that off until we get to one of our segments later in the show because I feel that it fits in with that segment perfectly. So I'm I'm hitting the pause button on the Aquanet Minute. So it's like, to be continued. Is it the wrestling album with Jesse Ventura on the cover? It is not, because I don't consider that glam. Even though Jesse kind of looks like he could be in a glam band, I'm going to say no. And I'm actually going to say it right now. I'm giving credit to Christopher Dean for this week's recommendation on the Aquanet Minute. It was on the list. It's funny. I get recommendations from people. I'm like... It was totally on the list, but you know what? It's going in this week because you recommended it. So um, I'm hitting the pause button on that. This week is thank you to Christopher Dean. Also, Luis, Senator Porcupine on Twitter. He yep. made a, <laughs> and I love this. He made a playlist called Aquanet. And it's like two and a half <laughs> hours of hair metal. That's your jam right there. Oh, it's fan. I've been listening to it in the car and at work. It's been fantastic. I shared it with Shannon. Jeff, I'm going to send it to you. But he also has jerseys for sale. So Senator Porcupine on Twitter. Hit him up if you're looking for sports jerseys. He's got some for sale. All good stuff. He sends me pictures all the time of his jerseys. And I'm like, oh, dude. Like, this is the jersey collection I've always wanted. Uh, Which jerseys does he have? You got to hit him up, dude. It's all sorts. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, it's all sorts. Like, all sorts of sports, teams, players. Just, it's a wide range. So you kind of got to hit him up. And if you're looking for it, chances are good he's got it. But he is looking to part with some. So if you're looking for jerseys, Senator Porcupine is your guy. Is the uh, Aquanet Minute, is the album Piledriver? <laughs> okay. Jeff, it is not wrestling related at all. Is it volume one? Keep going. Keep guessing. Is it full metal? 
Was that the was that the one with the raw theme at the beginning and then it had the gold dust theme, Brett's theme? I think Shawn so, Mike. yes. Yeah, I think it was full metal. Yeah, and remember ECW actually had a, a compilation album too. That was a good album. It was. It totally kicked ass. I loved that. That was fantastic. It had some great songs on there. Yeah, I bumped that in the car all the time. Oh, hell yeah. All right, Scott, we got a little bit of news. What do you say we jump into it? Let's go talk about it. Oh, you gonna learn today. Scott, starting off with Cella Toys and Heroes Hideout. They are partnering up and creating Wrestle Dudes. And now, what are Wrestle Dudes? They are statues, basically. And their first Wrestle Dudes is Demolition, Axe, and Smash. What'd you think of them, Scott? Absolutely love them. The likenesses are so good. I love that it's that kind of big head look. Yep. Because I know WWE and WCW both had figures like this. They remind me of the uh, the Playmates figures that we spoke to Jeff Schiller about, the toy spotting guy. Uh, he had had us do the Playmates figures as part of his nostalgia. And that's what these remind me of, but bigger. Because remember, Playmates did those little ones that came on the base, but they had the bigger head. Yeah. So you could see the detail. Yep. That's what these remind me of, but a bigger scale. Outstanding sculpt jobs on these. The paint application, outstanding. I love these things. So Axe and Smash are in their traditional outfit where it has the leather up top, but they also have the chaps on below. The face paint is picture the face paint from the Mattel Elite Legends from the first go around. So it's it's Smash with the white and red and Axe with the gray and red. Outstanding. Yeah, these things are great. These things are awesome. I love them and I must purchase them. Yeah, I think so, dude. And here's hoping Demolition is put in the new WWE game. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. You have a comment from 2K? This is 2K. This is 2K 80s paper. Uh, Okay. Waiting on comment. If they are available to us... You just jacked that from Steve O's or 80s paper or WWE 2K. Now you're just copying and pasting from other people. What a jerk you are. 80s... 2K paper. Enough of this control C, control V crap. Jeez. Copy paste, you jerks. Well, thank you, 2K paper. <laughs> we need a shirt that has like just a piece of paper on it that says if they are available to us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, let's move over to Jazzwares. By the way, quicker little wrestling talk. Watch the pay-per-view full gear this past week. Absolutely enjoyed it. Thought it was fantastic from top to bottom. Great show. AEW is good at putting on pay-per-views, man. They're just so good. And I can't wait for you to start watching those, Scott, when Kevin Steen gets over there. (laughs) Well, we'll see about that. Um, (laughs) That would definitely, we talked about it last week. That would definitely be the tipping point to get me to jump in full. Look, I'm excited about Survivor Series this weekend. So that's what I'm definitely looking forward to. Oh, Jeff, speaking of WWE. We just found out literally before recording tonight, more releases. I don't know what to say, man. They let go Hit Row. Hit Row's done, yeah. WTF. Hit Row's done. Uh, Tegan Knox. That's another WTF right there. Uh, Jackson Riker, Drake Maverick, and Morrison. 
Morrison is a WTF. I, I don't know what they're doing over there. I don't want to even begin to speculate or try to figure it out. Like, hey, guys, we have to fill two days at WrestleMania. Let's go <laughs> ahead and cut half the roster. What do you think? And we'll call it cost cutting. Budget cuts. I mean, I love that they're putting talent out there that other companies are going to snatch up and run with. You're only helping those other companies, but it's this whole process of putting them through having to find work after that stupid 90-day no-compete. You can't figure out what to do with these guys? You're killing Like, Hit Row was supposed to be huge. Dude, they were. Yes. They were going to be big on SmackDown, and that was going to make it interesting. No, I think we'll stick with this whole Baron Corbin, Shinsuke Nakamura, Rick Boogs thing, and uh, Roman and the Usos. It'll be fine. It's frustrating, to say the least. It's frustrating. It's it's disheartening. I mean, these people are now out of a job. Granted, I don't think they're going to be out of a job long, but it still sucks. I mean, hey guys, it's Thanksgiving. Here are your release papers. Super thoughtful. Well done, WWE. Yeah, and and you know me, I'm a WWE guy. I don't like to trash them. I really don't, but these releases are just, dude, the worst timing. It's Thanksgiving next week, and they're giving people release papers the week before. Nice. The Royal Rumble's going to go to 15 people. (laughs) Yeah, due to uh, budget cuts, uh, 15 people in this year's Rumble. (laughs) Uh, Okay, anyways, let's get into the AEW figures that were shown off. There is an RSC exclusive Britt Baker. It's the Blood and Guts Lights Outmatch two bloody faces from that match. I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, and re- the one that comes on the figure is just a regular head Britt Baker. That will be RSC exclusive. Pretty crazy they're going a blood face. That's not something you see a lot with wrestling figures anymore. You never see that. Yeah, it's, I, it's a ballsy move for sure, but I like it. And if it moves, there's going to be more. Let's go over to Unrivaled Series 7, Lance Archer. Uh, Lance will also have the 1 of 3,000. And what's the difference of the 1 in 3,000? He has silver tights on. So that is the 1 of 3,000, Lance Archer. Nyla Rose, she will be the 1 of 5,000. She'll have an orange vest on. FTR, they have red jackets on with the tag titles. By the way, dude, I know you don't watch AEW. But FTR is fantastic in there, and they come out to a remixed version of the Midnight Express theme. Oh, I love that. But look, FTR, they were going to succeed no matter what. No matter where they went, they were going to be amazing. We knew this, and I did see those figures, and I will say I'm going to be tempted when I spot them on the pegs, if I spot them on the pegs. Love the jackets, love the titles, the likenesses are really good. So those are going to be well done. And rounding out this series which is Unrivaled Series 7, is the Young Bucks. All right, going over to AEW Unmatched Series 2. MJF will come with his robe. MJF will have the 1 of 3,000, and it has a scarf and a headband. That is the 1 of 3,000. Ortiz and Santana. Sting. Sting will be the 1 of 5,000. Ty Conti, your favorite, Scott. I love her. Oh, I do, too. <laughs> oh, I was kidding. Oh, uh, yeah, me too. Although, you know what's funny? Eddie said that he watched her match at the pay-per-view. It was good. And he said it was good. He actually complimented her. I'm like, hey, you know what? That's amazing. Because she went to AEW and managed to have a great match on a pay-per-view. That shows signs of improvement. I stand up and applaud Ty Conti for that. Well done. Yeah. Good job. Dude, I told you she's good, man. I don't listen to you. That's true. You're a filthy mark. I don't listen to you. 
you want to hear my Michael Jackson joke again? <laughs> and and rounding out unmatched series two is Wardlow. And let's not forget, Jeremy promised three things: a van, a yes. horse, yes, and a cart. And it sounds like a joke. <laughs> so a horse walks into a bar. No, I think that's pretty funny, dude. They're gonna make a horse figure. Oh, I think that's fantastic, dude. It just makes sense, too, because that's stuff that they need to make. Like, WWE or Mattel should be making stuff like this as well. Like, funny stuff like this. You know, he's making a golf cart, a horse for your hangman page, a van. It's just great, dude. That's stuff WWE needs to do. Now, granted, there are expense costs, and we all know that. And would it sell, blah, blah, blah. But we'll find out. Jazzwear's a good kind of testing point for that. Well, they've made, they being Mattel, has made vehicles before, right? They've done the Slambulance. They've done the Corvette. Chances are really, really good we're going to get Shotzi's tank. So Mattel takes their stab at fun stuff too. But good to see AEW putting their fun stuff out as well. That rounds out the news. Scott, we are going to jump into WWE Elite Series 36. What you say? Let's go talk about it. Before we jump into WWE Elite Series 36, I want everybody to check out Wrestling Figure Database. It's become one of my favorite sites. You can check out every single line from LJN Galoobs. Has, oh, wait, this isn't Wrestling Toy Tracker. This is Wrestling Figure Database. But also check out Wrestling Toy Tracker as well. But over at Wrestling Figure Database, what we want you guys to do is click on, go to WWE Elite Series 36. And follow along as Scott reads off this list. Uh, special thank you to those guys over there for putting this wonderful website together. So, you guys are over on WWE Elite Series 36, so I will turn it over to Scott to read off the list. Yes, sir. WWE Mattel Elite Series 36 consisted of Bo Dallas. He was in his white gear. And he came packaged with a Bolive shirt as his accessory. Next up, his brother Bray Wyatt. Oh, kayfabe. Sorry. My bad. Not his brother. Oh. Just kidding. Oh. Wait, I was going to say, it is his brother, dude. No, I know. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> oh, sorry. Bray Wyatt was in a black shirt with green pants, came packaged with a lantern, hat, and apron accessory. Next up, Dean Ambrose was in a white tank top and blue jeans, came with a hooded vest and kendo stick accessory. DDP, and he basically came with his vest. Gold Dust, packaged with an entrance robe. And Stardust, packaged with two Penny tag titles. Penny tag titles, as you affectionately call them, Jeff. And that rounds out Mattel Elite Series 36. So, Scott, I have three of these figures signed. Do you know which three? I'm going to guess... Dean Ambrose. Yes, because you were there. Yeah, I cheated on that one because I've got that one signed too. <laughs> and then I'm going to go Gold Dust and Stardust. Close. Uh, Stardust is one. The other is DDP. Oh, you had DDP sign this one. Yeah, I've never been able to meet uh, Gold Dust. Every single time I've tried meeting him, I just miss him. Like, for example, there was Starcast and I missed him by a day. Oh, that sucks. That's going to be a good one to get signed, dude. You have that figure in your collection, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah, that'd be a good one to get signed hanging up next to Stardust. So should we tell our Dean Ambrose story again for the thousandth time? Uh, Which part of it? The part where he puts our figures to si- together, signs D-A, D-A, and looks at us like, anything else? Yep. Okay, that was the whole signing. There was really nothing else to it. <laughs> that like, was it? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's insane. It was like a stranger on the street and you just passed him and that was it. Like there were no words exchanged. He couldn't have looked less interested to be there. And then we go to sushi afterwards. Yes. At the, at the Atlantis that we talked about. Dean Ambrose comes walking in like he's looking for somebody stands there like looking out and then walks away. (laughs) It's like, okay, that was random. (laughs) Yeah. So the convention center that we did the signing at is attached to the Atlantis by a walkway. Right. So I would imagine he finished up a signing or finished doing whatever he was doing. We had already gone over and started eating dinner and yeah, he walked into the sky terrace. That's where the the sushi place is. And yeah, just kind of walked in, looked around and walked right back out. And then also Kevin Smith was there too, but for some reason, Kevin Smith wasn't signing autographs. So I had brought my Kevin Smith clerks figure for him to sign because I got Jason Muse signed. Now I just need Kevin Smith to sign. And he was like, he wasn't signing autographs. Even people tried walking up to him to try to get autographs. He wasn't signing. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, because usually Kevin Smith's like glad handed and just a cool down to earth guy. But that night he wasn't signing for anybody. Yeah, that was weird. And I do remember Adam West and Burt Ward, uh, Batman and Robin from the old campy 60s TV show. They were supposed to be at that convention And they backed out about two or three weeks before the event. And I was super disappointed because I had the figures toy company, Batman and Robin figures to get signed at that. And it was super disappointing. I'm like, you know what? I'll just, I'll wait till the next convention. I'll get them later. They never came to another convention around here. And Adam West passed away a few years ago. So that is a huge regret of mine is that they canceled that event. And I wasn't able to meet him because that was such a big part of my childhood you know, I was going to go all me meeting sting on them and be like, thank you guys. I'm going to make this super awkward. I'm really sorry, but like just go into a whole thing, but I never got to meet them. Unfortunately. I mean, Burt Ward, I still could one of these days, but I'll never be able to meet Adam West. And that really sucks. Well, now let's talk about the good of Reno con. Charlotte was just awesome. She was talking to Peyton and talking to Alana. She was so like, she seemed really thankful to be there. Yes, Charlotte was great. And keep in mind, again, this is 2015, so she had kind of just debuted. On the other hand, Dean Ambrose had been there for two or three years, not really including his time in, like, FCW NXT. So... Did Charlotte have the Divas title with her? I believe she did, yeah, the Butterfly title. Yeah, that's right. She did have that. Yes. And I think I have a picture of it somewhere, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I think... Because they didn't want you taking pictures because they had done the photo ops, like, separate... Right. But I think I asked if it was okay if I took a picture of the belt and they like just made sure I was just getting the belt and not Charlotte. So I think I've got that picture around somewhere. Yeah. That's like when Hogan was signing over at the cow palace, you couldn't take a picture of Hogan. He couldn't have his face in it, but you could only take a picture of his hand signing your item. (laughs) Well, dude, what about that uh, frozen yogurt place that I took Alana to when she was like four years old because Hogan was making an appearance? Didn't you ditch work for that? I did. I basically called out, grabbed Alana. I didn't even send Alana to school that day. And we went straight out to, I think it was in Fremont, to some frozen yogurt place. 
Turns out it was more of a thing for Brooke Hogan for her CD that had just come out. But I was in like full Hogan regalia, dude. Like I'm ready to go. I had my Hulkamania shirt on. I'm packing my classic Superstar Series 8 Hulk Hogan figure with the variant title. I'm like, I'm getting this thing autographed. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to ignore Brooke Hogan. I'm all about Hulk today. We get in line. We waited. Oh my gosh. And dude, Alana's like four years old at this point. And four or five. And she couldn't have been better that day. When you are at an event like that and you're in line, I think we got there at like nine in the morning. Hogan didn't show up until like three in the afternoon. She literally stood there with me the entire time as a four or five-year-old and couldn't have been better. She didn't whine for anything. People in line held my spot if she had to go use the restroom or something. She was amazing that day. It's high anticipation. The line's getting huge. People are doing drive-bys, like just yelling out of the car like, Hogan! And he wasn't even there yet. Finally, he gets there. We get let inside. And I've got my Hogan figure in my hand. And they're like, he's not signing anything other than this Brooke Hogan photo. (laughs) I'm like, wait, what? And they're like, yeah, we have to hold that here. And I'm like, but it's her figure. I I totally pulled a dick move and tried to pin it on Alana. And they're like, no, we're holding the figure here. So I have... In a frame, a Brooke Hogan photo that is signed by Brooke Hogan and Hulk Hogan. But I did get a picture with them. So that was cool. But it reminds me of that uh, comic book guy from Simpsons joke. What is it again, Jeff? Uh, I have a rare picture of Roger Moore signed by Sean Connery or Sean Connery autographed by Roger Moore. Yes, that's exactly what it is. I've got a picture of Brooke Hogan signed by Hulk Hogan. It's amazing. (laughs) <laughs> and he signed in like the lower right corner of the picture. I'm like, come on. I didn't come here for this. I was so disappointed, but I got to meet Hogan that day. It was awesome. And uh, anyway, awkward. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But at least I didn't go on and on about Hulkamania and what it meant to me. And I was like, I'm saving that crap for sting. No, I'm just a uh, 29, 30 year old guy right now standing in line for a Brooke Hogan CD. <laughs> At least they didn't force me to take her CD. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> like, don't threaten me. <laughs> okay. we <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've got eBay listings to go down. Bo Dallas with the Bo Leave t-shirt. Last sold eBay listing October 26 for $27.99. Higher than what I thought. I thought we were going to be getting, uh, who was it last week that had $10? Oh, yeah, we were hitting uh, new depths. Oh, my God. It's been one week, and I already forgot who it was. I can't remember who's the $10, but I know Rusev was like $12.99 or something like that. It might have been Rusev, actually. Was it Rusev that was $10? Yeah, I think he was cheaper than uh, Sheamus. Yeah, because I think two of them were cheaper than Sheamus. You're right. Bray Wyatt with the lantern hat and apron last sold eBay listing was Halloween for $48. Dean Ambrose with the cutoff jean jacket and candlestick last sold eBay listing November 2nd for $19.50. Our figures aren't worth crap, dude. (laughs) Oh, man. Less than what I paid at retail. Sad. I know. I know. They didn't even get our tax back on that one, dude. I picked the wrong Dean figure to get signed, apparently. Seriously. DDP with vest, last sold eBay listing, November 7th for $31. Gold Dust with the entrance robe, last sold eBay listing, September 30th for $45. And Stardust with the two penny tag titles, last sold eBay listing, September 4th 
for $67.99. Wow. Yeah, that's about right for that Stardust. It's an outstanding figure. And Jeff, here we go again. Tag teams in the Elite Series. Right. And do you notice that some of these prices are starting to... Okay, now granted, we weren't looking at these figures during COVID. Right. But I'm noticing that these prices are coming down now. Like, these aren't as high. There is the outlier of one maybe maybe 80 bucks or 70 bucks, but a lot of these other ones, maybe because they have other figures like Goldust, he has a catalog of figures. DDP has a catalog of figures. Dean Ambrose has a cat, you know, so on and so forth. So maybe some prices are starting to come down a little bit. You know what? It could be that, but at the same time, I remember seeing these series of figures like in the thirties specifically way more on the pegs than Good later point. series of elites. So maybe they were just more saturated and that has more to do with the pricing. But I Good think point. you're right, Jeff. I think things are starting to kind of, I, I don't know if normalize is the right word, but they're starting to stabilize and maybe come down a touch. And I think you are seeing it with these elites, but it could be the saturation as well as to why some of these prices are so low. So Scott, that rounds out WWE Elite Series 36. We are going to round out the show with... If I could play today. And I have a surprise for you on this one, Scott. You better be keeping your pants on. Do you want to hear another Michael Jackson joke? <laughs> Sorry. Let's just get into the segment. If I could play today, what other things I'd change? Would I just go back to the same old me? If I could play today, what other things I'd change? If I could play today. Scott, it is time to jump into If I Could Play Today. And If I Could Play Today is... Little Scott and Little Jeff are sitting down and playing with wrestling figures, and we're going to book some matches. So, since it's Survivor Series weekend, I thought it'd be fun to build some Survivor Series matches. So, Scott, what do you have for If I Could Play Today, Survivor Series edition? Well, as promised, I hit pause on the Aquanet Minute. So I'm picturing, as you said, this is little Scott sitting down, getting ready to play with his figures, which by the way, spoiler, it's going to be a lot of Mattels and a lot of Jazzwares. But when I would sit down and play wrestling figures, I would always have music going when I did it. So today's music that I'm putting on is the Aquanet Minute, and that album is Faster Pussycats, Wake Me When It's Over. Ooh, good job. Yes, outstanding album. What I liked about Faster Pussycat is they were kind of like glam sleaze they had that kind of that dirty sound on the guitar and i just loved it it was a real signature sound like when you'd hear a faster pussycat song you're like okay that's brent muscat like that's him playing guitar like that is faster pussycat very distinct sound love this album this is actually their follow-up this is their second album where there's a whip there's a way little dove great song by the way i love little dove poison ivy another solid song house of pain Gonna Walk, Pulling Weeds, Slip of the Tongue, Crying Shame, Tattoo, Ain't No Way Around It, Arizona Indian Doll, Please Dear, Please Dear Sucks. You can skip that one. House of Pain <laughs> is the biggest song off this album. That was the one that they had the video for. It really put this album on the map. But we'd already kind of gone through the height of glam metal. This is kind of where things like you're starting to see the other side of the hill, right? You're starting to go down the hill a little bit. But this is a strong album by Faster Pussycat. I love their debut album. It's hard to pick between the two, but if I had to pick one gun to head, I think I'm listening to this one over the debut. So Faster Pussycat, wake me when it's over. Hitting the play button, Jeff. And we're digging into the figures. So my first match, 
right out of the chute. Legion of Doom. This will be the Series 34 Battle Pack, which, thanks to Ryan Belial, I have in my collection with the shoulder pads. Love those figures. This is a WCW look for them. They're teaming up with the great Harlem Heat, the Elite 46 Harlem Heat. They are taking on the team of four. We're going with the Usos. This will be Battle Pack 52. Those were the ones that had the Day One-ish shirts on. And the Dudley Boys from Elite 45. Ooh, I like what you're doing there. That's good, now, man. If you'll remember, we went over a list, or we did a list of our top five tag teams. There's four of my top five. Nice work there, man. Next up, Trish, Hall of Fame Elite. Sasha Banks, Elite 83. Charlotte, Ultimate Edition. Becky from Elite 85. And Bailey from Elite 80. Taking on the team of... Now, you'll have to forgive me because, again, I don't collect AEW figures. So I don't know exactly which series these are from. Jeff, if you want to chime in, if you happen to know, feel free. Anything after Series 2, I I forget. Okay, gotcha. So the team of Trish and the Four Horsewomen taking on Nyla Rose... Riho, Britt Baker, Sheeta, and Ruby Riot from the NXT Elite line. I like what you did there. Very well done. Um, the AEW team would win because the four horsewomen would be scared of Rio's face. <laughs> I've seen it in person. It scares children. Just in the figure. Just the figure. Not the not yes. Rio herself. Just yes, the figure. The Riho figure. And that's what we're playing here. We're playing figures. Yes, the figure would scare the four horsewomen into tapping out immediately. They would just jump off the apron, start tapping, and bounce. Yes, they're all, oh, crap, it's Riho. <laughs> That's terrible. Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Next up, and Jeff, I think you're going to like this one a lot. And this is the uh, semi-main event. Kyle O'Reilly from Elite 80. Roderick Strong from Elite 72. And Gargano and Champa from the Hall of Champion Elites series. Okay. They're taking on Adam Cole from Elite 71, Bobby Fish from Elite 79, and Jazzwares Young Bucks. Ooh, good job. Like yeah, it. you're drooling a little bit at that one, huh? Oh, man, that's a spot fest and a half right there. So the main event of my Survivor Series of If I Could Play Today, Faster Pussycat still playing in the background. The main event is Roman Reigns. That would be the Elite 65 that came with the IC title, one of my favorite Roman figures. Seth Rollins from the Money in the Bank Elite. Brock Lesnar. Jack's Ruthless Aggression 1. Well done. And Big E from Elite 61. He was in his American flag gear on that one, to, to refresh your memory. They are taking on the team of Kenny Omega, Mox, Hangman, who is your new AEW champion, and Chris Jericho. And who would win? Well, here's where it gets interesting. There are two special guest referees for this. One watching the outside, one watching the inside. The special guest referees are the Toys R Us WrestleMania 30 Daniel Bryan and Elite 53 Kevin Owens. Uh, I was hoping you'd say Mr. T. Well, this gets real interesting because is KO going to jump to AEW? And help Team AEW win? You got to tune in and find out. And that's If I Could Play Today, Survivor Series Edition. Oh, wow. Okay. 
I actually like what you did there, dude. That was good. That was good work. Thank you. That would make an interesting main event, right? It would. All right, Scott, it's my turn. And I told you I had a surprise for you. Yes. I I like surprises mostly. And there is a reason my room is a mess right now. Oh. So. What is that? You opened figures? Dude, those are LJNs. Oh, I couldn't tell from the... All I saw was figures. Hold on, I'm going to put you widescreen again. Because I had you minimized because I had you in notepad for the notes. Oh, you have a whole bag of LJ... Wait, are you going to go freestyle here and just start pulling them out of the, the bag? Yep, I sure am. So you're actually dipping into JT's question from last week. Exactly. That gave me the idea to play if I could play today. Ah, we're getting a two-for-one deal here, folks. JT, this one's for you, dude. By the way, the ladies always put me in wide lens. It's because I put on some COVID weight, that's all. All right. (laughs) Good thing you brought your rubbers. Your (laughs) LJN rubbers, right? All right. I like what you did there. (laughs) So since my microphone can't go down all the way... That's what she said. That's what she said. Damn it. So I'm going to try this. You're, I'm going to go out of screenshot here, Scott. I'm lowering my desk. It's an automatic uh, standing desk, so it has to drop down. Wow. This is this is how much I want to do if I could play today. So what I'm doing is I am reaching into, and this is going to take a while, so I'm only doing one match, by the way. Oh, you're just doing one. Okay. Look, it's going to be once. I love the gimmick. Yes. One match. All right. So the first wrestler that I grabbed, Tito Santana. Not Strike Force, uh, Strike Force version. Purple Trunks Tito Santana. Yes. Purple Trunks Tito. He is teaming with. Let's see. Usually I used to be able to feel around and see which one. You know, I'd be like, oh, that's Hogan. I don't want Hogan. Yeah. You knew by the arms pretty much. But I can't do it right now. Like I'm drawing a blank. Well, you're okay. multitasking. You're podcasting and reaching into a bag filled with LJNs. Oh, Warrior. Tito is teaming with Ultimate Warrior. That did happen at a Survivor Series. All right. So now I'm going back into the box that has our LJNs. Oh, God, these things are crazy sticky and... <laughs> this is ridiculous. Okay. We have Tito, Ultimate Warrior, and Corporal Kirshner. No beard. No beard, Corporal, yes. We never had a beard, Corporal Kirshner. Our poor Nikolai figure took a beating from that Corporal Kirshner. Dude, so far I've picked three faces. I need like I need like a random heel. You did. You really you picked three faces so far. I'm gonna say you're gonna round out five. You're gonna pick okay. five faces. The next name? There's the heel. And you got a heel. Damn it, I was wrong. Bob Orton. That what is all this crap sticking to him? <laughs> this is gross, actually. <laughs> I quit this game. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so far, team one is Ultimate Warrior, Corporal Kirshner, Tito Santana, and Bob Orton. That is random. That is random. I can't even explain a storyline to tie those guys together. I know. I know. I don't know. Cowboy turned on Roddy Pipe. No. Cowboy turned on Adrian and went face. All right. Okay. There it is. And the last one to round out the team. Oh, Axe. Well, that could work as a face or a heel, so. So that is team one. It is Ultimate Warrior, Tito Santana, Corporal Kirshner, and Axe. Interesting. All right. I can't wait to see who they're facing. All right, Scott. While I reach for the next figure, start to come up with a storyline of how those five became a Survivor Series team. Well, I think you called it. Bob Wharton turns on Adrian Adonis, and that's a team of faces. And how did Axe join? 
uh, Smash had an injury. Smash was supposed to be in it, but when Smash got injured, Bob Orton took his place because he had just turned face. All right. I like what you did there. Thank you. The next for the heel team, I guess you could call it a heel team. One man gang. This is off to a good start. One man gang is on team two. All right. Please grab Bundy. Please grab Bundy. Please grab Bundy. I love teaming Bundy and one man gang up. Oh. Oh, JYD. I know. We need to have a trade. He's got to go under the other team. Yeah, I don't like this at all. Can we do Red Rover? Okay. So it's JYD, one man gang. So let's start to kind of figure out the storyline there. Oh, who is this? Oh. Oh, Dynamite Kid. Oh, Dude, I'm done half- trying to explain the storyline. Dude, my skin is, like, sticking to his tights. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. This is disgusting. These figures need a wipe down. I need a full shower after this. <laughs> what did you do to these LJNs? Dude, you know it's the years of whatever they were stuck in. Yeah. Okay. The fourth name. A honky-tonk man. And with blue hair, blue nose, and a blue chin, because look at the face. Yeah, he's pretty destroyed. Dude, it's funny. Look at his look at his quads. It looks like half of the Cobra Commander. Oh, you're right. I never noticed that. Good point. Yeah. Looks like, looks like half of the Cobra Commander logo. Yeah, they right. cut the logo right in half. And the last name for this team. So, oh, yeah. Bundy. There it is. It was funny. I felt a bald head and I thought it was Iron Sheik. <laughs> I was like, it's Iron Sheik, but I just grabbed by the head. All right. <laughs> So that is my If I Could Play Today. And we have Dynamite Kid, Honky Tonk Man, Bundy, One Man Gang, and JYD. How did they become a team, Scott? I I can't even do the storyline. I can't even. I'm going to say that Gang and Bundy destroyed the other three guys on their team and just go lay waste to the other team. Okay. So we need a heavyweight title match, and I'm going to do it blind. Okay. This should be fun. All right. First name I grab. Oh, okay. This works. All right. We got Macho Man. So, uh, there's a hair stuck to it. I wonder if this is mine when I had long hair. (laughs) As long as it's not a short and curly, feel free to remove it. (laughs) Nah, the uh, carpet didn't match the drapes. (laughs) So, uh, it it wasn't that. Um, Okay, so Macho Man (laughs) Heavyweight Title Match is taking on... Oh, Okay, big boss man. All right. So that is my if I could play today. What'd you think, dude? I'm I'm liking that. We have Macho and Boss Man for the title. And then a completely random I can't explain it storyline five on five. Yes. And who are our teams again, Jeff? We have So So it is Warrior Tito, Corporal Kirshner, Axe, and Bob Orton. Okay. Versus One Man Gang, Bundy. JYD, Honky Tonk Man, and Dynamite Kid. So we know how that one plays out. Because nobody beat the Ultimate Warrior in the late 80s. This is true. Yeah, so Warrior is your sole survivor. Yes. Nobody eh. else stands a chance in that match. First one out, I'm, I got my money on Corporal Kirshner. I got my money on Bob Orton. Ugh, I disagree. I'm going to say uh, Corporal Kirshner, later to be known as Leatherface, is the first one out. <laughs> Leatherface. I forgot that he was Leatherface. Yes, he was. 
All right. So that was actually fun, dude, because like you said, I got the idea from JT's question last week. Most of the times when we do a random game, I I don't really do if I could play today, but I got the idea from JT's question last week. And I thought, you know what? This would be a lot of fun. So I thought I would do that, dude. Sometimes you got to get your hands sticky. Yeah. This is disgusting. I need like what's that or what's that orange goo stuff that car guys work on? Or uh, I think on it's called hand? orange goo. I need some of that orange goo. Uh I thought you'd have a lot of fun with that. I'm gonna just grab a random okay. We're gonna do this blindly. Are we doing a bonus match? No 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 no. So I'm gonna reach behind me. And obviously I haven't played with these things in years, so I'm gonna try to guess who it is by the feel. Okay. Um, double arms up. Is that Hogan? That's got to be Hogan. Feel the top of his head. That's Hogan. Oh, yeah. Good call. Thank you. The it most Hogan, iconic the toy in wrestling figure history. It was either John Studd or Hogan, but I didn't feel the hair long enough on John Studd. So I also, like, I think oh. Studd has like the knobby elbows. Yes. All right. I'm going to do this again. One more time. One more time. You know, ENC played this game on the their show. Are you serious? They Yeah, they had silhouettes of LJNs. And oh, they I had re- to just yell out which one it was. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've got the actual LJNs right behind me. Yes. And I'm literally reaching behind me. Okay. Strictly by feel. I can vouch for you. Yes, you are literally looking up and reaching into a bag. Okay. Um, one arm is down. This has got to be Greg Valentine. Ah, Greg Valentine. Very good. My favorite pose of all time. I knew that one right away. So Yeah, that's a solid wrestling figure pose. Okay, no more of those. That was a lot of fun, though. Good guess. Hogan and Valentine, last out of the bags. Yep. But left off the card, unfortunately. Too bad for them. They don't get booked. I still remember my LJN feels. Oh, dude. Yeah, it's one of those things like riding a bike. It's just like you never forget. Like, you you see a pose. You know what it is. You feel it. You know it. Exactly, exactly. (sighs) And that rounds out the show. We want everybody to check out WrestlingToyTracker.com. Over there, you can check out the carded and loose prices of LJN's Galoobs, Hasbro's Just Toys Bendoms, Defining Moments, Retros, all that. Check them out, WrestlingToyTracker.com. And every week, you guys know our podcasting buddies, the Chick Foley Show, Doing the Favor, Breaker and Bane ppw podcast uh justin we will have your question next week man i apologize we didn't get to it this week uh you you guys know all of our podcasting buddies uh scott real quick get drunk wrestling history out of the way uh drunk wrestling history this week is part two of wrestlemania 4 we're on twitter wrestling underscore drunk because we're drunk wrestling history we're not always accurate but we're always drunk those horrible matches of wrestlemania 4 you stop it right now sir did I say anything wrong? I, I just said stop it right now, sir. <laughs> but to all the listeners, thank you. And we want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. And please be safe out there. If you drink, there are Ubers. There are lifts, There are other ways to get home. Please use those if you drink at a Thanksgiving Day party, whatever it may be. Use those to get home. Be safe out there. I'll steal from drunk wrestling history. Drink responsibly. So <laughs> we don't tell people to drink responsibly. Don't you? <laughs> no. What is it? What? Watch wrestling responsibly. Yes. Watch wrestling responsibly. And oh, drink okay. like nobody's watching. Oh, well drink responsibly too.
do that as well. And Jeff, to kind of piggyback what you said in terms of safety, um, if you plan on eating way too much like I do, wear something stretchy. <laughs> yes. So safety far, first. Yes. And the women love gray sweatpants nowadays. I don't understand, but. Really? What I is guess, it with gray? I guess they get a silhouette. I don't know. <laughs> is that called a flat Stanley? Uh, no, that's where like, it's all pressed up, like with too tight of pants and it's bulging through. That's a flat Stanley. Oh, I see. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Do you want me to read it off urban dictionary? No, it's okay. You are a okay. walking, talking urban dictionary. So <laughs> I appreciate the clarification, Jeff. But anyways, have a fun, safe and enjoy your Thanksgiving. Scott, roll call. Yes. Going to throw it out to Jason Wolf. That man is doing custom Hasbros. You need to be following along. Jump on his social media, the art of Jason Wolf. Or head over to his website, Doyle, that's D-O-Y-L-E, draws.com. Get in touch with the man himself. Find out about his custom Hasbros. Commission him for some artwork. You will not be disappointed. DoyleDraws.com, the great Jason Wolf. And Jeff, that rounds out Roll Call. Okay, I'm picking one more. I want to pick one more. This is fun. You're loving this game. I do. I missed this, dude. The best part is you've had to do this whole closing segment with sticky fingers. Yes, and also, I know this sounds weird, but I've also done it on my knees because I've had to pick the figures out of the box because it's way too heavy to put up on my standing desk. So, And plus, there's not that that much room. Nothing worse than being on your knees and having sticky fingers. Am I right? Ah, tell me about it. Anyways, um, who is this? It's got a jacket on. Million Dollar Man? Ah, Million Dollar Man. Well done, dude. You could have also gone to the right hand. And felt the uh, money. I, I felt the bottom pa- part of the jacket, like the flaps open. Ah, I see. Yes. Ah, okay. I had to do one more. That was too much fun. Scott, for episode 305, anything else? Everyone, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Eat way too much. Drink. Be merry. But do it all responsibly. Don't wear anything with buttons. That's just crazy. Nobody needs a button flying in their face on Thanksgiving. Let's think safety first. Get your Ubers if you need them. Enjoy your time with your families. We love you guys. Thank you for coming along on this ride with us. Stay safe, stay healthy. Fig life since 2016 and happy toy hunting. And I want to thank everyone for listening to episode 305. Hashtag fig life. Adios. Let's go Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring But we don't take it out the box, M.O.C. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week We're the OGs of WFP Fully poseable, thank you all for listening It ain't no storyline, real life siblings So everybody go and do your toy spotting Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings